losses in lockdown on Heather Duplessy Allen Drive. Our CEO in lockdown tonight is Grant Webster, who is, of course, the CEO of Tourism Holdings. Grant, hello. Hi. Grant, How? let's start with the personal stuff. How is lockdown going for you? Yeah, no, look, it's, it's, it's okay. It's intense because uh, you don't even get the uh, mental space of the drive to work. It's down the stairs straight into the office, but mm. being really well looked after by the family. Yeah, and, and do you need to be looked after? Because I imagine this is just a nightmare time for you. Uh, look, look, you've got to, you've, you, it's family support is awesome, right? I, uh, I'm very lucky. I've got my own Jacinda here, so my, my partner Jacinda looks after me, so I'm looked after by the best name. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. I'm glad it, I'm glad it was just to the name. Um, look, you, you make a fair point about, you know, getting the mental space, you know, driving to work, maybe going for a yeah. walk and stuff. And, and I have found after three and a bit weeks now of lockdown that it does mess with you a little bit in the head. So what are you doing to kind of keep yourself on the right level? Uh, just what you said. So the, the daily walk is, is um, really important, as much as you can get that in. I find that really important. Uh, I'm a believer in, in the whole sort of, um, you know, creating a, a bit of space for yourself every now and then, whether that be a little bit of meditation or certainly mindfulness. I, I sort of believe in a, a little bit of that. So just try and create your own headspace and get the right sleep that you can when you can. Yeah. Grant, do you allow yourself to think about the future at the moment? Oh, absolutely. I think that's, that's um, look, this, in a strange way, this is a, a, a bizarrely energising time, right? But it, I'm sort of energised by the fact that you're on a burning deck. That's, that's going to keep you, keep your toes moving. Mm. But also by, um, you know, the very strong probability that we're going to survive. And more importantly, that we actually, the high possibility that we're going to have a different and successful sort of tourism business at the end of this. How do you how do you reimagine your business looking in the future? Well, so you you go through the stages. So we we definitely see some stages. The stage at the moment is you're in cash burn. Um, that's just a reality. How long that is, you don't know. So you move from that stage to being profitable, to, or to reducing cash burn to being profitable. To then, as you go through all of that. Uh, maybe it's a different way that you operate. It's using your vehicles differently. Maybe it's a different vehicle um, that you're creating from a motorhome perspective, or maybe mm. it's different markets. So all that stuff is is the stuff that we're doing right now because um, we we are moving into our new norm, right? Yeah. I mean, I see that the conversation has been, and, and the, the government is leading this, the conversation now is, well, what do, how do we reimagine tourism in New Zealand in the future? And one of the questions that's been put, uh, you know, is, is do we get rid of the, the, the low-level tourism? Do we just pitch at the kind of the, the high, um, high earners who come over here? What do you make of that? What do you reckon? Uh, look, I think there's a couple of things. So that whole sort of, it's reframed in some ways as, as, as quality or value over volume, right? Let's, let's get one thing clear. Um, you need a certain number of people for any business to survive. So at the moment, we're at zero international tourists. We were at sort of four million odd, right? Let, so it's somewhere, if that was over tourism, it's certainly not at zero. So let's not get distracted saying, oh, let's just get 100,000 people that are paying a million bucks a year. That's not an industry. So um, let's be careful about volume. We do need people coming to New Zealand from mm. international markets. Uh, now, do we need to deal with what were hotspots differently? Absolutely. Do we need to deal with uh, community engagement differently? Absolutely. And environmental 
uh, impacts differently, absolutely. So let's do all that, but let's not do this flip-flop that says, don't let anyone in the doors because they might impact us. That's not the case. Do we, need, do, it do we need to change anything about the way that we pitch ourselves to the world? No. It's working absolutely no. fine? Yeah, I, look, we, we, we are, it's about 100% pure. We need to live up to that on an operational basis more effectively. Uh, but the reality is tourism in New Zealand have well and truly punched above their weight in international markets. So um, that's something that you don't throw that away. That's mm. worked well. Continue and do it Do it the same way, um, targeted differently for the new market. Yeah. I'm glad you said that, Grant. Grant, let me ask you this question. How long before people start coming back here on holiday? When the borders are open. And when do you think that We're might right. be? Uh, look, I, I, that's just out of my area of expertise. I can tell you I'm, I'm in the camp that says create the New Zealand-Australia bubble. Um, mm. It makes absolute sense for so many different reasons. It makes absolute sense to create the relationships with the countries that have the right kind of COVID-19 situation relative to ours, so the safe markets. But we're showing through this that we've got a safe approach to things. We've got a beautiful destination. 